The Georgetown Hoyas are Big East Tournament champions and NCAA bound. Coach Thompson, I know you love it, big fella. Hello, hello, and welcome back to a late night after game edition, our first in-season episode of The Towel, a Georgetown basketball podcast brought to you by Thompson's Towel. I'm your host, Armin Haritunian, back once again with my co-host, Bobby Vogel. Bobby, we're back. We're back. We're back. It's Tuesday night, post the American game. We're back in Lowringer Library. Armin took the bus back. Uh, the, uh, well, well, I no. take that back. He did not take the bus back. I tried to take the bus back, but, you know, of course, our school, amazing school, decides to only run two buses for the entire student section, so I did not make the bus. So I took a metro and walked across the key bridge. So we got a late night edition of the towel. But after a great game? After a great game, it feels good. You know, I got some Sabra hummus. That's hot chocolate from Midnight Mug. Never a bad night. Back alive. So Should we start with Dartmouth? We'll keep it short and uh, We're, we're going to keep it short. Short and whatever. But, yeah, let, let's start with the tough one. So, I honestly, I don't know where to begin. The, we'll start with the good. The student section was amazing. Oh, yes. Um, we, we, we told you it was coming, and it came. Um, also, pardon my voice if it's a little bit raspy. Yeah, me too. Kind of, we're we're in the student section. We're doing our job. You know, there's a reason that we're beating American. But the student section was rocking. It was filled up, as uh, you probably have seen online, pretty deep, high on behind both baskets in the 100 level. Um, good energy when the I'd run hit. Other than that, I'd say. I mean, I'd, I'd say we filled up Cap One pretty well for a non-conference game against Dartmouth. Yeah, for a non-conference game against Dartmouth, it was saw. I think the final attendance came in at eight thousand something. Just, and I think it was just around nine, right? Just under nine. Yeah, just under nine. Previous two home openers were like five and four something. So it's good. It's it good was, stuff. It, you know what? That was a good way to stay optimistic about the game. The fact that we actually brought people. Yeah, look good. Got people to come out. And I think it was mostly season ticket holders, it right? Must have been. Not free. It must have been. I don't think most of the people were free ticket no, people. No, I don't think many people did that. Yeah, I don't think that was big with the student section. So, for the for the good news, that's pretty solid. I mean, even tonight, it wasn't a ton of students, but it could have been a lot C- worse. Considering it was a Tuesday night game. Post-Dartmouth loss. Post-Dartmouth loss. I mean, I'd say we only had one student section open instead of both sides, right? Yeah. And I still think it was pretty well Yeah, pretty, I think, I think well it was pretty attended. appropriate. Uh, I don't think it was bad at all. Um, so. But then... The game sucked. The game, the was, game was not Disgusting. Fun. I think Tim being out, in my opinion, that was, that was, was the big. biggest X factor. We couldn't defend, we couldn't pass, we couldn't shoot. I mean, nothing looked right. They had the one good run, which felt good, got yeah, some energy yeah, in the crowd at yeah. least. But, I mean, do you want to go player by player, or do we just kind of go player by player in the next game? I, I mean, I don't think it hurts. I think we'll start with the good. Aminu Muhammad looked Aminu very Muhammad good. looked like the real deal. He looked as advertised. I mean, I- his ability to get to the rim. And oh I, I understand that we're, we're playing against, you know, mid to low major competition right now. But the, his ability, I mean, that spin move. His spin move was he's, yeah. He's got this crazy. It's it's not a normal spin move though. He does it with like, he goes the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. So he like uses his dribbling hand and like, spins it all the way around yes, almost. It's yes. it's a pretty wild move. But I mean, well, I don't. I forget what the final number was, but I think he had seventeen points. I think it was like around that. seventeen. Yeah. And you know what? Right. He played very well. It was I feel like just everybody else around him was not as solid. I mean, uh, let's let's start with now away from Aminu. Dante Harris did not have a great game. It wasn't phenomenal. Um 
All right. I mean, I think it's pretty easy to say. It may have been a slightly overwhelming environment. Yeah, probably. Um, I, 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 for one, got to experience the environment as I did partake in Buckets for Books during the Dartmouth uh, game. Yes, yes. I forgot about this. Yes. So we did, uh, ironically, have a segment on Buckets for Books a couple episodes ago. Our inaugural episode. Yep. And I have to admit, now that I've done it, I think it's pretty sick. Uh, they give you, tw- I ended up with 50 bucks That's because the way they bad. do it is you like start with 25 on the layup, right? The layup. Yeah. And if you m- make the free throw, it doubles. And then if you had, if I had made the three pointer, it would have been a hundred and then you get the shot for the half. I, I want you to know you were very close to making that three point. Yeah. It kind of rimmed out, but it was cool. And it was overwhelming. The energy when you're on the court is definitely very yes. different yeah. from the energy when you're kind of in the seats around. So, uh, yeah, it let's was just solid. chalk it, it up fun. to that. Let's chalk it up to that. I mean, uh, okay. Let, let, I'm not going to dwell on this for too long, right? I don't. I don't think. Yeah, we should stick to this for. They too looked long. better in the second half. They I think did. this just kind of makes it to the American game. I think it's pretty clear that Patrick Ewing was. I mean, he just didn't. Didn't. I, I still think he didn't know what his lineup was at that point. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. You know, it's it's tough to say what it was. There there were a lot of holes, right? Tim obviously being out was one of the big ones. Defensively, they didn't look all there. Again, as we've seen in the past, the guarding a three ball was not their specialty. Yeah, not ideal. Um, especially with that one kid on Dartmouth who yeah, just the little ginger who found a way to make every shot. He was money. Yeah, it's kind of a he problem. Was money. Uh, at that point, I I couldn't even be mad at him. Like we were giving him so many open looks. Yeah, and he was he was making them he too. He was hitting them. So all uh, right, to the American game. Yeah, to the American game. I um, mean, to retweet, Aminu looked ama- very, very, looked very good. good. Um, um, I will say he drives if he just dumps passes so, so it out a little bit. That'd be kind of this, nice. this is where I think Aminu has to learn. He's a freshman where you need to understand this. But his ability to drive and get past his initial defender yeah. is very good. But once he gets to that second level of you know the defenders, right? he gets to the center who's going to come and help totally. out. He's coming up against bigger players, and he's going to get walled off, and he tries to go up with it every time. Because, yeah. let's be honest, in high school, right? He's making that every in time. In Missouri, he's not playing against the best players in the world where... It's not, they're not their state basketball. They're, they're not, bad, they're not but bad, but, yeah. I mean, n- he wasn't playing the against... Big East is... He, uh, he wasn't play- uh, we'll get to that yeah, later. <laughs> step up. He wasn't playing against, uh, you know... D1 talent every time, right? Yeah, totally. So he was able to get past his initial defender. He was able to get past that secondary defender and take it right to the rim. I think we're seeing that now he can get past that first defender because he just has pure athleticism. But the second he gets to that secondary level, he has to kind of try to get around them, and he's struggling to do so. So he's putting up these really weird shots, which sometimes they go in, right? These layups that yeah. sometimes go in. But you're not making a kind of under-the-basket finger roll behind he your back. He's making some of he's them. He's making some of them. But if he can just figure out how to... He's got to pass it a little more. He's drawing, like, three guys. He's drawing the... a pass once in a while, a pull-up once in a while. Like, Dante oh Harris yeah. at the end of the year last year, he was so good at kind of getting, driving past his first defender and yeah, then pulling up from level. the free-throw line. Yeah, that's true. So the center couldn't come All up. All right, I will say there was a knock kind of on Aminu in the recruiting. If anything, people were like, oh, his shooting stroke was a little bit wrong. His shot looks awesome. Oh, he looks great. He Whatever. was two for three tonight from three, four for 11 in total. He wasn't... Great from the line. I can pull up the stat there. Okay, so I, I think that's something we'll we have to talk on. We should come back to that. Yeah, he was four for nine, so not ideal. We, we, have, we should come back to that. But that can be a little bit. Nervous. The um, oh wait, can we talk about Malcolm Wilson real quick. Yes, can we? That better be on Sports Center or something. Yeah. Mal- if you didn't watch the game, but if if you're, li- if you're listening to this podcast, you most likely did. Malcolm Wilson 
took both of his free throws tonight one-handed. I laughed. And he had his, I, his, his left arm at his side. <laughs> it was a, and he made both. Yeah, it Swish. Was, I don't think they were even. No, they, they were. They were both around. pure. They were. It was honestly quite the spectacle because you. you have you seen that? I don't. I've never no, seen. No, I've, I've never seen that. But honestly, I I thought there was like a slight like chuckle in the crowd when he took that first one because I don't think anybody expected that. No, because he didn't do that last no, year. No, he didn't. He didn't. On, it was hilarious. I, I mean, it looked really good. It looked like a pure. A hey, pure whatever. Shot. Whatever works works. Like right? I feel like somebody did the granny shot like. A while ago, I, I think I, I think want you to know that I used to pull that out. The green shot, yeah. yeah. See, like that, I feel like you see. Every, I've never seen the one-handed free no, throw shot. No, but prop props to Malcolm Wilson. Yeah, he had a pretty good game tonight. He, for his role, he played very well. Yeah, I was impressed. Um, I mean, the glaring kind of Tim, again, Timmy. Tim was the one who really played well, and I think he really Tim's impressed just, us. I think we talked strong about now. We talked about this. If he can go out there and give you a, a confident. Ten and eight, he's gonna really do wonders for this team. He and six he had points, six points, but rebounds. but he played like you know offensively, he looked like he should have a lot, had a lot more. Three of three shooting. That had to have been at least two dunks. That might have been all yeah, three dunks. It was. It might have been eleven rebounds. I mean, we were very. Yeah, it looked like we were very dominant on the boards. Back to Amin Muhammad. He is absurdly good rebounder. He's just got quite the motor yeah, too. He does. He, just he does. Hustles. It, I love that. I one of my favorite plays of the game was. He was dribbling down the court, gets yep, his pocket yep. picked, and just puts his head down, sprints behind the guy who stole the ball from and, you know, uh, what's it, chase down dunk. Yeah, you get a crazy block. Amazing. Amazing. And you knew it was going to happen, yes. so you oh, could I, tell. I, I was saying to the people I was there with, the second he got his pocket picked and you saw him moving down the court, you're like, okay, this, this life yeah. is getting blocked. And Don, I will it. say, Dante had some decent chemistry with some of the guys yes, today. He, did. he, did. he had that one great pass from Aminu kind of all the way down the court. Um, he had a nice little dump off to Tim down low. Yes. So Dante may be getting a little more distributing back tonight. All right, slight elephant in the room, Caden Rice. Rice. So oh for seven. He, so not, not really like contested shots. If, if you haven't listened to the John Fanta interview we had, um, go listen to it now. Yeah, his but quote, yeah. as he said, when he's making shots, we're going to love him. When he's not, it's going to be rough, right? Yeah. And you could just tell he wasn't feeling it tonight, and it was just hard to watch. Because, to be honest, we brought him in to do one thing. He's a sniper, yeah. He's a sniper. And That's we saw name. a little bit of this in the last game when he started to get hot and making shots. It was great. But, I mean, when you keep putting up shots like that and you keep missing, something's got to change. It's not like he – I mean, he's a decent defender, right? He's decent. He's got decent length he's, or whatever. He's nothing special, though. He's not really a distributor. It, it also is a testament to how much Georgetown controlled this game. They won by 22 with a player that shot 0 for 7 from yes. 3. Yes. He makes three of those. This is a 30-point game. But I, I just think that we really need to see a little more out of Caden Rice going forward. Yeah, I, I think hopefully sooner rather than After later. seeing two games, we're starting to get a better feel for this team. And I just think that Caden Rice might not be your starting you know, he, could, he he probably will turn into more of a sixth man. And uh, as we saw Who last year, do you think year, he's the fourth then? See, that's Jalen Billingsley. I don't mind Billingsley, but also like there were certain times out there where he really did not show anything too special that warranted a starting position. I he's very balanced though. He is, he is, he is, and I think his best role comes when there's no center in the game and he kind of plays that five. 
mm-hmm. as that small ball five. I wouldn't hate, you know, a a Jordan Riley kind of okay. start a little small. Yeah, I mean, if we run down the freshmen, all of them look pretty good. I mean, so Aminu looks great. All right. Okay, we can agree Aminu looks great. Agreed. Yep. Offensively, defensively, Aminu's there. Jordan Riley maybe trying to figure out his offensive game a little bit, but he made some shots. He did not look bad tonight. And no, he looked bad. Uh, he went three for six tonight, 17 minutes. De- defensively, Jordan Riley, I think, is very good as well. It's, I think we're going to have to see a couple more games, but I just don't think Caden Rice right now is a starting caliber player. Nah, if this yeah, team wants to compete, agree. if they want to compete, they can't have a guy who is a black hole on offense yeah. and a mediocre at best defender. Yeah, we're going to need to wait and see. I mean, yeah. hopefully he, um, maybe Pat can work some magic, hook up some gumbo, have him come in off the bench, kind of have more of a spark plug role. Um, that'd be ideal. I mean, the rest the rest of the freshmen, we saw, well, th- not a freshman, but Chuma got his first points today. That, that was, was pretty funny. sweet. Tyler Beard should be complimentary even to Dante. Do you want to see them playing together more? I didn't. I, did. I didn't like. I, I didn't dislike that. I yeah, really kind of liked either. when the two of them were out there together. I think it'd be kind of tough because you expect Don to play a lot of minutes. Don right? looked. Don I thought looked pretty good. He looked. So over he the sat for a while. Yeah. Over over the last what was it two years he's felt like more of a catch and shoot player. Yeah. But That's kind of what he is. He is, but he drove a little bit. I mean, that, that's the whole thing. Now it seems like he's more of a distributor. His ball handling skills, I think, are much improved. And he kind of has taken that role of a little more of a, I don't want to call him a point guard, but like more of a combo guard who can he's do a little bit of He's kind of got that a little bit of a Blair vibe. He does, he does. Leading into there. I, I, <laughs> you know what's funny about Don Carey is that I feel like he's the, he always puts up points, but I don't feel like he's putting up points. Yes. He had 12 yeah. points tonight. I don't yeah, know when those very happened. Quiet, very quiet. Um, very subtly. It, but... You know, he played pretty decent. Um, I think all around, it was just a good defensive performance. It was... The defense was the stronger part, for yeah, sure. And I you can acknowledge that. I, I still um, think the team the, the team is settling in, right? Th- there's going to be a lot to be seen. Yeah, I'm glad them. we have Sienna next. Yes. That should be another... Uh, hey, Don Care revenge game. More healthy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. I totally forgot about that. Yeah, right? That's crazy. All right? That should be fun. Um, but San Diego State is a round that's gonna be corner. So that is going to be a huge test for this team. Yeah, I just hope even if they keep it close, I'll be happy. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, I mean, should we? Is it time to talk about? All right, one more thing. After the game, we had our first first semester freshman, freshman. interview, I think, ever for yeah, Georgetown. Yeah, or at, at, at least since in the, the Thompson era. Yeah, since since uh, Aminu Muhammad was brought on. Like to the normal press conference, and they asked Ewing about it after the game, and I think he said, uh, "For now, it'll yeah. be they'll keep freshmen potentially doing the interviews for now." That's huge. I like. I mean, see, I think the program has gotten a lot of slack from the fans over the past few weeks about you know engagement and these old style rules, like like no freshmen doing the yeah. uh, interviews, and I think they've heard that, and they're doing these things. I mean, we saw Pat kind of give us a little speech before the first game. Yeah, um, true. Of course, they lost, but we're not going to dwell on that. But the fact that they let Aminu talk, and I wasn't in the press conference. You weren't in the press conference. But no. just from the quotes, he looked like a very well-spoken. The kid just seems driven. Yeah, and, I mean, his play off the court was – or his play on the court, rather, was good. And him talking off the court just showed that he is a 
He's a baller. He's a yeah, he's a great guy to have in this program. He's uh and I also loved what Pat said about him, right? He, Pat was just kind of talking him up. He's going to have a great career on the hilltop and we can see that now. Yeah, we can absolutely see it now. And I mean, even related to that, I saw Jesse Washington commented yes. saying he thought that was what Big John would want too. So that's always a good sign. It's good to know that part of uh, sticking to your roots is having a little bit of change. Yes. I'm hopefully in the right direction. So, I mean, ticket promos seem to work for Dartmouth. I don't know. I feel like some good stuff's going on. Yeah, we'll I, I think I think that we're looking up right now. I, If you were to ask me after that Dartmouth game how I felt. Yeah, pretty bad. You would not have gotten a good answer out of me. But after this game, seeing how they responded and seeing how one game to the next, how you could see that they're driving together a little bit. They're feeling a little more comfortable yeah. in front of the fans. Just everything looked a lot better. I mean, another thing from the Dartmouth game to today, offensively in the Dartmouth game, they were not moving without, like, without Yeah, they ball. had a lot more movement today. That's it, very true. They just looked like a real and basketball And you know what? Team. I, all right, I thought about this. I think it's all because of Tim. Because yes. when you have Tim in the game – it collapses the defense just a little bit. So this this is what we've had for the past couple of years with Omer Year 7, with Kudus Wahab, right? We have that stable presence in the center. and I don't You have to respect it. Exactly, exactly. So that opens up so much more with Malcolm. I mean, Malcolm's very... Malcolm played well he's, tonight. He's not, he's not a bad player, right? But he's not Tim. And I think also a lot of people were underestimating Tim coming into the season. He played Not like l I think a lot of people did. I wasn't underestimating. Okay, you didn't. I had all this respect for you, too. I think a lot of people. I mean, I'm going I'm to say it right now. I thought he wasn't going to be the best. I thought he was going to play like a second center in the first center's role. But we saw today that he can play a starting center role. He can play as a number one. And that just helps this team so much offensively that they felt free to move a little bit without the ball, right? Yep, totally. They knew that he'd be there just in case. I mean, he had a couple of great blocks. They just looked a lot better. It From one game to the next, the fact big that, jump. The yeah, fact big that jump. all these things just kind of started to work together just a little bit more gives me a lot of optimism going forward. Yeah, yeah, I have a lot of optimism that this team will have a semblance of some kind of real identity. Yes. Hopefully by the time the Big East... Uh, schedule rolls around. I wouldn't be surprised if we drop a few more in this non-con. Well, I, I think that they showed today that they will do well in these bye games going forward. I, I do think that the Dartmouth game was a lot of jitters. Yeah, right? it was a lot. I Even the first half, there's so many balls that just rimmed yeah. out. Yeah. So I think that they, uh, once they feel settle good in, about You feel good about I the bye games I think from now gonna, I think I feel pretty good about them. And I honestly think that the more they play in front of Cap 1 fans, like, I think this uh, Syracuse game is going to be a lot of fun, even though Syracuse is one of the best three-point shooting teams right now. It's scary. It's scary, but, like, again, just from the Dartmouth game to the American game, they showed a lot of poise and confidence and just a lot better defense overall that that fact that Syracuse is such a ch good shooting team doesn't scare me. Yeah. I'm I think they could compete. I'm a little scared, but... Nah, nah, well, well, you know what looks scarier right now is the Big East. Yeah, so let's get into that. I mean, we might be we might be the conference to beat right now. Yeah, it's pretty fun right now. It's uh, tough to I mean, to what are we four and zero in the Gavit game so far? Four and zero. So the first game that was Marquette, right? I think you're right. Marquette against Illinois. Yeah. Marquette takes down number ten Illinois. 
at Ray comeback win. Just such a fun Fiserv game to watch. Forum in Milwaukee. Fiserv Forum. Fiserv? I think so. Yeah, I might be wrong. Enough. Close yeah, enough. Close enough. F-I-S-E-V-R-V? Yeah. Yeah. Close enough. But, I mean, unranked Milwaukee takes down number 10. What was the other game that day? It was uh, Providence taking down Wisconsin. Providence takes down Wisconsin, which Wisconsin kind of has a down year this year. But yeah, but that was a way, too. It was a way. That's yeah. true. Um, we had Creighton take down Nebraska, which, again, Nebraska is not the best this year, but Bryce McGovern. Yeah, but we were, we've been low on Creighton. So we have. That, I mean, was, that was a good a higher win. major. is pretty nice. Um, then we had the nightcap tonight. Seton Hall taking down number four. Michigan. And Armin, we won't, we you won't, know, won't kind of talk. talk about it too, too much, but how did the game end? We, we, okay, so here on the towel, we like to talk about the positives. We're very classy. We, d- we don't like to talk down on people, but former Georgetown commit and later decommit Terrence Williams may or may not have missed a free throw. That with could have potentially. Well, he missed the free throw, and then they, so they were down, they're down two. He misses okay, the front he, end. He misses a free throw with a second left. Yes. The second last. So then he's trying to miss it, and then he makes yeah. it. So, yeah. kinda, so kind of funny. It was honestly. Well, props to the Big East. It's good it for Ken Palm, baby. It was a, it was a great night for Georgetown. The Ken Palm stock is rising. It was well, a great night for the Big East. Hey, I, I mean, I always say, in these early non-conference schedules, we root for the Big East, right? Oh, of course. Because our wins look better and our losses don't look as bad. Absolutely, yeah. It's a, absolutely. So you know what? A night like tonight. I don't think there are really many negatives to take away from. Yeah, that. we got big, w- big win against American, or big, big win because we needed it. Yeah, and we won big. It's a twenty-two yes. point win. We got freshmen doing interviews. That was big. So actually, something else I was thinking about before. In his in the post game interview, Pat was also kind of talking about how he's going to keep rolling with the yes. three centers. Yes. Right. I I did kind of want to talk about this. I I forgot, but now I remember. What do we think about that? I think it's a necessity. I mean, just because you have. You know that Tim, to be fair, Tim didn't foul quite as much. He got four fouls sort of early, but he didn't foul out. They were, were kind of weak fouls. Yeah, I, he looked a little more disciplined, I thought. I don't know. Yes, he did. So, But you know Tim's going to kind of fall into some foul trouble, and you know, I think specifically with Ryan, he might give you a little more offensive productivity. Maybe not right around the rim. Tim yeah. is that much more physical right around the rim. But Ryan's got just a little more of a power forward-ish. Yeah, outside splashing game. Splashing him. More of a stretch five. Yeah, yeah, he's a little bit of a stretch five. So but, I mean, I don't. I mean, I just think it's what's your, what you're going to see. Don't hate it. No, don't I, I don't it. hate it. I, I just think that is what it is. Malcolm, again, we, we were kind of singing his praises before, but, again, he is not Timothy Goafe. And I just feel like going forward, when we do start to play some of these better teams, it's going to show that difference between a Timothy Egoafe who has experience playing in those kinds of games and will produ- you know produce enough versus a Malcolm Wilson who is a lot less physical, a lot less able to kind of force his way to the basket and score. So I don't mind it in the non-conference buy games, but I just think that it's going to start to hurt us. Yeah. Against better opponents. Yeah, I mean, and Ewing said it well. He said, "This is when you develop players. They gotta yeah. play minutes." Yeah, exactly. I think he had a pretty much a ten-man rotation for most of the I night. I mean, for the first, the first half, he played ten guys. And let's be honest, we've had years where some freshmen have looked really like kind of like they don't they don't have a lot of future productivity coming from them. Every single member of this freshman class brings something to the table. Yes. Yes. Oh, the um, freshmen. 
Freshmen look amazing, as advertised. They all look like they can produce in one way or another. And honestly, they don't look as inexperienced as we might have thought. No, I, I think that's true. I don't think they look quite as, inexper- as inexperienced um, as we thought. It, that's going to be the big question, seeing how quickly they can gel, find their roles. I mean, we could use the size coming back when Kobe Clark and Colin Holloway yes. are back. Yeah. Um, we know Ewing kind of leaned into Colin Holloway a little more than some expected. And to be honest, I mean, he did some productive minutes in the end of meaningful games in the Big East tournament. So. And, and we knew that yeah, Colin Holloway is definitely going to be a contributor when he comes back. I, I think Cl- Cl- Kobe Clark... We know he's a great defender. He's very versatile. But what he'll bring offensively is more of a question mark. Yep. But Colin Holloway will will have a very decent role when he comes back. And you know what? Again, we're only two games in. We don't know how it's going to look. But we're, we're yeah, going to we have very little idea. But for now, we're going to root for the Big East. Yes. When they, Gavi- they can't lose the Gavit games now. They have four. I think there's eight games total. So at the worst, they'll tie. And that's if they lose I out. Mean, there were people, I'm not going to say me, but me, who thought that the Big East was going to go, you know, one and seven, two and seven. Yeah, I saw Apologist was saying that. He thought they might go two and eight not, or whatever. Not, not to shout out our friend Hoy Apologist, but. Oh, big Apologist fan. Huge Apologist great, fans great, here. Great follow Hoy Apologist on Twitter. I mean, like, we, uh, collectively, I, d- I, I didn't think we were going to do too great in the Gavit games. And they've just been crazy fun comeback wins, they too. Have been, I mean, oh they just overall great games. Just Gut, gutsy wins. Good basketball. Good hard Big East basketball. Yeah, it's not. It's not even like the Big e- the Big Ten teams look like they're playing down too no, much. I know Iadusumu wasn't playing for Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin was going to blah, blah, blah. Who, who cares? Who cares? But yeah, I don't. I'm trying to if I got anything else. No, I. I mean, just a great day, Bobby. It was a great day. As far as Georgetown playing a bye game, we had a lot of things to be happy about today on social media. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. Pretty solid. All right. This is sort of silly. I, what is the song they're playing in the intro video? I don't know. Is the speaker broken? I don't know. I I've don't been asking around. I can't tell if the song is supposed to sound like that or not. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think it's broken. I think it's just Cap One being Cap One. Oh, by the way, I want everybody to know that today I was chosen to do the trivia at the Capital One. Are you going to give away the uh, big secret? No, I'm. Should I? Uh, no, I will not. All I will, right, I will right, not give right. away the secret. <laughs> it was all based on my knowledge. All based on his knowledge. I, I, I will say that they told me it was not one of the answers. Oh, really? But you know what? Uh, you, there were two other answers to choose. So <laughs> yeah, that's true. I chose the right one. You also got an impossible question. It was so difficult. It was like how many games of Georgetown in America? It was. It was our. It was our friend Bobby Bancroft probably would have known the yeah, answer. Yeah. No. But <laughs> I think he was the only one who would have known how many so games Georgetown in America have played. So I'll, all time. I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story about this. I took the first bus to Capilon, right? So I got really good seats. I was second row in the student section. About, we'll call it like seven minutes into the game one of the producers comes over to the student section and says, who knows a lot about college bas- or like oh, Georgetown nice. basketball? And I guess the people knew that I did this podcast that I write for Thompson Tal. So they were all like, oh, yeah, him, him, him. So like, okay. The person who walked me over to where I was going to be asked the question was just like, I want you to know this is a very difficult question. <laughs> and it is not 21. Oh, is that what you said? And the rest of it was just like, good luck. So – I had a 50-50 shot. Yeah, his Chose question right was one. how many games have they played? I think his options were 21, 55, 70-something. Like yeah, and it was 55. 55 was the right answer. So 
Uh, all I'm going to say is I made Thompson's Towel and the Tell proud as a victorious trivia, you know, contestant. Yeah, it was good stuff. Jack the Bulldog got free at halftime. That was honestly. They should make him do that more often. I it was sick. <laughs> he ga- was the sprinting. Ga- the game no. was cool. The game was cool. But the fact that they let him off the leash at one baseline. Was it on purpose? So I think they had one person on one baseline and one person on the other, and they okay. expected him to run to the other person. But he started it on a line for the other person and just darted left towards, like, the tunnel. And, I mean, he went. Someone got in front of him, so he just t- made a hard stop, turned right around, and darted for the other tunnel. I mean, the man had the zoomies. He had he the, zoomies. the zoomies. And favorite part of the game right there. I, li- I like to see Georgetown win, but when you can see a dog running around on the yeah, court at halftime. My sister... Um, Ellie, who's on the lacrosse team here, she's a member of Jack Crew. Is she? Yeah, so she helps do the training and all that. I think he's still kind of getting his – they're doing his best with the skateboard, yes. I'll say, but I think it's uh, challenging. He's a, he's a young pup. It's a little hard to teach a dog how to skateboard. I yes, think we need is. to kind of acknowledge this. It's not it like is. you can just, like, wake up one day and decide that your dog knows how to skateboard. Um, so g- give give the guy a chance. Like, <laughs> he's trying his best. Give him a second. Give him a second. We're <sighs> hey, it's tough. I don't know how to ride a skateboard. Oh, I stink. I can barely ride a scooter. Yeah, me, <laughs> barely. Yeah, me too. But I, hey, nothing quite like seeing Jack the Bulldog. Also, during the game, he was sitting right in front of me, just gnawing on a bone. Nice to really? see. Yeah, in yeah. attendance. Classy guy. Class, classy Jack. Classy Jack. It was a great game. Again, great day. Great game. Yeah, that's about all I got. I'm yeah. looking forward to Sienna. Sienna's gonna be fun. It's, you know what it is. If you asked me how I would have felt about. Sienna after the Dartmouth game, I would have been, no, I don't care. They suck. After today, I'm a lot more positive. I think that they're going to continue to progress from one game to another. Now they have that feeling of winning. Yeah, they have kind of that sense of like, oh, we can do it. You could tell that there was a little more of a buzz Mm -hmm. around it. And who knows? Who knows? It's going to be a lot more positive from here on out. Yeah, not to say we we got we have some we're gonna have some tough sliding in the Big East, but yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, the big thing is our Aminu looks good. Knock on wood, he's looking like he will be the George Georgetown's next pick in the NBA draft. He's looking like so a he's looking like a true star. Yeah, That's he's a hustler, he man. He is. Ugh. Uh, he is Patrick Ewing, Patrick Ewing and company. Job well done. Well done. Well done. Getting him on the hilltop. It was. It shows that he will be the next star of Georgetown basketball, and we love it. Yeah, I think that's all we got from I think the that's student all we got. perspective. Great, great day. Great day. All right, Bobby. Voice actor. Voice actor. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode of The Towel, a Georgetown basketball podcast brought to you by Thompson's Towel. If you like what you heard, want to hear something else, please let us know. Reach out to us on our socials. And uh, hope you enjoy. Voice access.